Welcome to the Playbook for Amazon podcast. I'm your host, Jeff Lieber, and the goal of this podcast is to share what's working today that's helping my company, Turnkey Product Management, sell over eight figures per year on Amazon for our clients. We will share with you the actionable steps, systems, and playbook that you can plug into your business to boost your sales on Amazon. Let's go. Hey everybody, today I'm joined by a very special guest. It is Eva Hart from Jungle Scout and we were just chatting before and I'm very excited to be talking. We're gonna talk a lot about uh, Amazon reviews and the latest strategies that are compliant with TOS and lots of other good stuff that Jungle Scout is, uh, you know, will help sellers with these days. So let's jump in, but uh, Eva, thank you for coming on. So um, it's a pleasure to have you. Can you tell us what is your role at Jungle Scout? And uh, yeah, what, what do you do there? Yeah, I'm the um, enterprise e-commerce expert. Um, yeah, I, I work with um, our large enterprise uh, customers, um, you know, just keeping a finger on the pulse of everything that's going on with Amazon and e-commerce, making sure that we're updating our audience with all of that information through blogs, newsletters, podcasts like this. We just want to get the word out there that um, you know, that, that we offer these, you know, really great enterprise products that can, you know, help you if you are a big brand agency or investor. Nice. That's awesome. Yeah. We've used, uh, you know, journal scale all the way back. I forget what year maybe it started, but I think I was probably using it in 2015, um, as early as that. So, uh, I know you guys come out with great tools all the time and, uh, so yeah, just real quick, like what is the latest and greatest of, you know, cause you guys, I think we're largely founded on sort of like the, the revenue analysis tool, the, the revenue estimator and niches, which is amazing. And then, uh, but yeah, catch us up. Like what's the latest of the cool tools that you guys have? So, uh, you know, the latest is our enterprise products, which include, um, downstream, which is, you know, uh, helps you with your PPC ads, um, automation, reporting dashboards, things like that. It's a really great tool. Um, and then we also have cobalt, um, and, uh, cobalt is a tool that's, you know, really for, you know, those big brands, um, and agencies out there that you can keep a finger on the pulse of, um, everything going on in Amazon. So you can, uh, you know, you can review um, how much revenue is in a, a given category. You can review what your competitors are doing, how much money they're making, what keywords they're advertising on, their share of voice, um, market share. Um, it's just information that honestly, if you're not using a tool like us, um, you're just not going to have it. And it really gives a competitive edge. Nice. That's super exciting. Very cool. Yeah. I didn't even know that you guys had the PPC stuff. Uh, going as well. So that, that's really awesome. Yeah. Um, cool. So let's, let's pivot a little bit to, um, to Amazon and on the review side of things. So, you know, reviews have changed a lot over the years, as far as how hard and how easy they are to get the rules change all the time. Um, how important are reviews these days um, as an Amazon seller? They, they're very important. Um, and there's a few reasons why, um, you know, one of them is just because they're in, important to customers. Um, just even, you know, I'm sure you and I both, every time we're on Amazon, you're looking at the reviews, right? You're seeing how, what star, uh, how many stars they have and clicking on them and reading reviews. And if you're seeing an overwhelming amount of negative reviews, you're probably not going to think the product's worth it. But um, the other end of that is if people are raving about the product, um, that's going to be a really big selling point um, because online shoppers don't get to try things on, experience the product, hold it, 
and you know all of those things that go into you know that brick and mortar um, shopping experience. So you're really just relying on um, word of word of voice from other customers. Yep. Yeah, I, I would agree with that uh, completely. So, what are the latest challenges that you're seeing? You guys have access to so much data. You know, you have so many Amazon sellers. So, like, what are the common challenges that people are dealing with these days? Um, so, you know, some of the the common challenges are just getting the reviews. So, how you know it's easier uh, in the mind of a customer. If it, you have a negative experience, you're angry and you want to go on there and tell about your bad experience. So how do you motivate a happy customer, someone who is going to leave a positive review, um, you know, without breaking Amazon's terms of service? So, you know, a, a lot of people started doing product giveaways and incentives and things like that um, to try to get positive reviews. Um, but really, those just most of the time they weren't honest reviews, you know, because Obviously, if you're being motivated by something that's free, um, it's a lot different. So, yeah, that's the biggest challenge is just how do you get those reviews without breaking Amazon's terms of service, which they have just, you know, recently really cracked down on things, shut down a lot of sellers permanently. Um, and you don't want that to happen. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, the, you know, getting slapped on Amazon as uh, is the quickest way to go out of business. I mean, you can literally go out of business completely. That's why you just got to abide by their rules. You know, it's, it is their, their sandbox that you're playing in. So, um, so on the TOS side of things, so what is the latest changes? What's the most up to date? Um, you know, we're recording this today on December 8th, 2021. Um, so what, what's the latest that people need to know about and be aware of? So, you know, they, uh, they've, crack down and they, now they have a zero tolerance policy. So before it might be they'd shut the listing down for a little bit, but now they're shutting you down as a seller. So um, they really don't want people to offer financial rewards, discounts, free products, any kind of compensation in exchange um, for a review. Um, you can't offer a refund if someone leaves a positive review. Um, you know, that was a really popular thing um, through the system many chat. Don't know if you're familiar with that. Um, but there was just those bots that were, that would, uh, you know, message people's Facebook messenger and say, oh, here, you know, leave a five-star review. You get this product for free. We'll refund you after you leave the five-star review. Um, that was happening um, really heavily uh, the last couple years and uh, Amazon finally cracked down on that. Um, but some other things that, you know, are, they seem a little less severe, more innocent um, on the seller side is they'll have, say, a family member, employee, a friend um, buy their product um, and leave a review for them or, um, you know, uh, in a more mean way, they might have them buy a competitor's product and leave a negative review. Um, and, uh, you know, it's, it's really surprising, but Amazon catches on to that. Um, so they track IP addresses and they're able to know, uh, you know, if you as a seller have been at an IP address before, that IP address has been at your address. However, they're doing it. It's kind of wild because I've actually worked with brands who've done that before. They've had friends and family leave reviews. Um, and one of the brand owners got their mom banned from leaving Amazon reviews for six months. She wasn't able to leave a review on any product after that. Um, and I remember that, uh, you know, she, that brand owner emailing me and just being like, how did they figure this out? And it's like, maybe they're spying on us, who knows, but they're definitely tracking it. So those are things to really just avoid if you're a seller. 
Yeah, no, it's, uh, we've heard stories of that too. And yeah, with our agency clients, you know, like we, we really like, that's one of the first conversations that we have, especially with newer sellers that are say like just launching, they don't know all these rules. They're like, oh yeah, I'm going to have my five, you know, family members that I live with leave a review. So we literally have to expel them out all the rules. Like we cannot yeah. do that. You know, you will literally get shut down right away. So um, okay, so let's pivot to, so what are some strategies? What are the best ways to, uh, to get those? The, let's talk about just like the early reviews. If you're just launching a new product that has no reviews, you know, what are some compliant ways um, to, to get those, those reviews and get some traction going? Yeah, so since uh, you can't do product giveaways anymore, um, you know, through things like Rebate Key, which was super popular, people really loved doing that um, when they were launching a new product, you can't use that in your launch strategy anymore. Um, but Amazon offers a similar program to kind of what you would be doing on Rebate Key, but it's through Amazon um, and it's called the Amazon Vine program. Um, so they will vet. Um, Vine reviewers, um, they will vet them, find them, people who, um, you know, are known to give honest feedback on Amazon. Um, and then from there, what you do as a seller is you, you know, provide Amazon with products and they give them to the Vine reviewers for free. And then Vine reviewers can choose at that point to leave a review or not. So that's the crazy thing about it is you're really not guaranteed to get a review from each person who receives a product. Um, but it's just kind of a more honest system going on since they are vetted. Yep. Yeah. Amazon Vine has been uh, a great program. We use that with our clients uh, as well. It used to be free, but now they charge, I think it's like 200 bucks, but I, I say it's, it's totally worth it. Right. Yep. Uh, to, to get those reviews. That's a very low cost. Um, I think you're actually making it better now that they're charging. Um, yeah. Okay. So that's a great strategy. And then what about so like once you're past like the 30 review mark, and you've already used fine reviews. Do you have any other strategies that might help on the review side that are still compliant? Yeah. So, um, you know, one of the strategies that I have worked with a lot of brands on um, is creating product inserts. Um, so again, there's some Amazon TOS um, that you can be breaking through product inserts. So you do have to be careful not to just include um, anything on those. So some of the things uh, that you can include is say, you know, information and instructions on the product that you're selling. Um, and that can just help with user experience. So if it's a shirt and there's certain washing instructions, just things that are gonna make the user experience better. Um, you can also cross sell other products that are in the product catalog, um, which is also a great opportunity, just including images of those. Um, you can include just a nice thank you note, thanks for purchasing our product. Um, and you can also leave a call to action um, about leaving a review. You have to be so careful with it because you can't, um, you can't say anything like, uh, if you love our product, leave a review, uh, leave us a five-star review on Amazon. Um, you can say head to Amazon to leave a review, but you cannot, you can't put, um, you know, at one point with some of the brands, we were putting five stars on it and then saying mm -hmm. leave a review. So it's kind of a workaround, but Amazon can catch on to that too. Um, and again, with how hard they're cracking down, you don't want to leave anything to chance. So um, I think that it's, Nice to have the call to action there, but honestly, just having the product insert and having a nice thank you note, personally for me, when I receive that, 
um, it just, I'm like, oh, this brand's doing something cool. Um, and it's just brand recognition. And it'll encourage me to leave a review without having to be told to leave a review. Nice. Yeah, that's awesome. Yep. Marketing inserts. We've been using that with our clients too and see great, great success. But yeah, you have to be careful and watch out for, uh, you know, making sure that you're, you're compliant. And um, how about what's the latest on like the request or review um, button and, you know, the automations around that. And I know there's, there's always changes. So what's the latest that right. you've heard yeah. on that? So, um, yeah, it was really great when Amazon launched that initiative and being able to request that review just through your seller central account. Um, you know, one of the unfortunate things about it is it sells or sorry, it sends, um, you know, an automated template um, to the customer. You can't make any changes to it, um, but that's kind of their way of making sure you don't say anything in it that is you know, asking for a positive review. Um, but it's really great that you can do that. Um, it is, it's pretty tedious. So you kind of, you have to go into your Seller Central account, click into the order, click the request review, send the message, click back out, get back into orders. Um, so say you're doing it for a handful, five of them, you know, that's not going to take very long. We actually clocked it out at Jungle Scout. Um, and it took one of our people, I think it was like 16 seconds. I've done it before, clocked it, it was about 30 seconds. So, you know, it doesn't seem like a big deal to, oh, it only takes me say 30 seconds to request a review, which is so worth it because you wanna do that. You wanna be sending out those emails. It's gonna help you a lot. Um, but if we're talking order volume here and you're getting hundreds or thousands of orders, there's you'd have to have a full-time person who's just sitting there clicking in and out of orders every day which can be very tedious yeah no that's for sure um cool and then how about like the difference now between the value of getting seller feedback and product reviews is there anything you can do to try to get more of of either of those um or, or seller feedback as important as it used to be or you know what have you noticed there so a seller feedback and, you know, Amazon, it, well, I won't, doesn't say this, but my, my opinion is seller feedback isn't as important. And the reason why is because honestly, most customers don't even know what seller feedback is. <laughs> like there's an option inside, you know, when you open up your Amazon app or whatever um, to leave seller feedback, but a lot of people get confused and they just think that's leaving a review. And it's not when you're leaving seller feedback, you're talking specifically about, you know, I received my order on time. It was the order was ex as expected, um, you know, saying anything either nice or negative about the seller, um, not so much the product. Um, and also as a shopper, most people don't even know how to get to the page where you look at um, seller feedback. Everybody knows the, like you see the, the star reviews right on the Amazon search page. You know what those are. You know how to leave your review on there. Um, so it's just so much more customer facing. So getting seller feedback is important. It's not as important as, um, you know, getting that feedback on the actual product listing. Yep. Yeah, I would agree with those, uh, those statements as well. Um, okay, so how about... I know there's been some changes this year as well, as far as like, if you get a negative review, um, what, what are the recommendations on how to handle that? Um, what can you respond to? What, what can't you, can you get it removed? Um, I know that's a, a hot topic this year. Yeah. So you can't, uh, you can't like request that someone removes a negative review. And um, that is very much against the uh, Amazon's TOS. Um, 
but you're now able to respond to them. So if there's something that you can fix and then naturally they change their review on their own, um, you can do that. So, you know, that's just good customer service. Like that's going to be with anything. If you, if you buy a product, you're going to want to know that you're going to have support if it breaks, if it's not working as expected. Um, so just providing great customer service, not only, um, you know, is, is it going to help someone who maybe had a bad experience? I've read so many reviews in searching just products I want to buy, where someone says, you know, the product didn't work great at first, but their customer service was amazing. They helped me fix the issue. Um, and so kind of just naturally by addressing a customer's issue um, is naturally going to make them happier, make them feel supported and make them maybe change the review or at least add to it on their own. Yep. Yeah, no, those are good tips. Absolutely. Um, cool. And then, so are there any other tools that sellers can use that you know, can help in the, in the review game on Amazon? Yeah. So actually Jungle Scout has a really great tool for this and it's the review automation tool. Um, and this just basically automates those requests for reviews. Um, so you can basically set it and forget it. Um, and those requests will be sent out to customers just kind of in the background. So, um, you know, it say takes five, 10 minutes to set it up in your Jungle Scout account. And then you never have to think about it again. Um, you'll have a page there where you can see who it's been sent to, how many, um, and you know we definitely follow the terms of service of how many can be sent out per day. Um, you can't send you know more than once, things like that. Um, but it just kind of takes away the tediousness of clicking in and out of those orders and having to um, you know do it that way. Um, we actually had um, Kim Meckwood, and she's the owner of Click and Carry, uh, a brand that was featured on Shark Tank, um, and she used our request. Um, or review automation feature. And she went from 335 reviews to 2,116 reviews. Um, and so she, yeah, she just raves about it because, you know, if she was having to click in and out or hire someone to click in and out and, and do that, it probably wouldn't have, you know, given as great of results as, you know, being able to automate that. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. I'm trying to think we probably have, I don't know, I don't know the exact number, like with our clients, we're probably selling over a million like sales, oh, like a million like units sold, um, like you, you know, like, yeah, like per, per year. So oh, okay. just the, the, the thought of, you know, uh, of manually, because we do that on behalf of our clients or we, we used to when it, when it came out, we're like, oh, okay. sweet. And we were doing it at first, you know, and then, yeah, when the software came out and automated it, like you said, it saves 15 to 30 seconds per uh, you know, per order, right? So that honestly saved us so much labor and, and time and, and got more reviews, you know? So, yeah. Um, so yeah, that, that, that's a game-changing software for sure. It, it's cool. I, I mean, you, again, you're not guaranteed a review because you, you can request a review from someone and that doesn't mean they have to do it. Um, but just think of like the law of averages here. Um, you know, you sell a thousand products. Um, if you didn't send out a request or review, like you probably will get a handful um, of reviews, but requesting it just kind of nudges people and reminds people to get on there and do it. Um, and people just love to give their opinions about products. So honestly, if they get that little nudge, that little reminder, uh, you're just going to increase things so much. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so are there any other review strategies that you can think of uh, that you'd like to share before we move on? I've got other couple of questions, but it'll pivot away from uh, reviews. 
Um, you know, honestly, with how hard Amazon has come down on this, um, I, I like to keep it to those few things. Uh, I mean, obviously there, you know, so there's things that you can do such as sell more. So maybe adjust your ad strategy or keyword strategy. Cause again, law of averages, um, if you're able to get that from selling a thousand products to selling 2000, that's, uh, you know, a thousand more people to potentially review um, your product for you. So sell more. And that seems kind of obvious, but um, just work on your Amazon strategy in general. Um, and then also just having a quality product. So if you're getting a bunch of negative reviews, um, say you're selling clothes and everyone's saying this is shrinking, either make a better product or add your, you know, the washing instructions to your secondary images or A plus content. There's way to kind of get ahead of negative reviews. Um, we actually, so I work with, used to work with this brand tea drops. Um, and I don't know if you've had them before. They're super yummy. Um, but you, anyways, there's um, sediment that sets at the bottom of your cup because you're dropping the tea into the water. Anyways, there was always these negative reviews about the sediment because people were like, that's gross. I don't like that. They didn't understand that that's just how it works when you're not using a tea bag and the sediment is actually super healthy for you. So we simply just created a secondary image, image that talked about what the sediment is and how healthy it is to consume it. And those negative reviews went down. So it's okay to get negative, negative reviews. There's no perfect product. But when you do see a common theme with them, fix your product or get ahead of it by creating images that just kind of direct people and just being honest about your product up front. Like don't call your product high quality if the best thing about your product is how cheap it is. And it's not really that high quality, you know? Yeah, no, that's, that's great advice. Um, okay. So you mentioned, uh, I love that you mentioned, you know, sell, sell more, right. And uh, cause we were talking before and you talked about the PPC because at, at turnkey one of the best things that we're, we're great at is amazon ppc management and dsp ad management um that's the quickest way to scale our, yeah. our brands that we work with um and then i didn't even know that you guys have a, a ppc software like what what does it do is it you know yeah just w what does your software do i guess so there's a lot of things that it does it's got a list of great features. Um, my favorite features are the automation features because again, kind of like review automation, I love something that you can set it and forget it. And that takes away those hours that you're managing it. Um, so yeah, you can, you know, do bid adjustments, um, everything from the downstream console. Um, you're able to uh, use day parting to uh, target buyers when they're actually shopping. So if you're running out of your ad budget by 5am, you're doing something very wrong. Um, and, you know, using the day parting allows you to set, you know, I want 20% of my budget to be used between noon to two, like just kind of depending on what your product is. Um, just like it is with say Facebook, you're not going to post a Facebook post at 2 AM um, when nobody's on Facebook to see it, it'll be buried in the feed uh, by morning. So it's kind of like that with your ads. Um, so you're able to do that. And then there's, it's just also just really great for honestly, for agencies, um, I would say, because, uh, you know, when you're managing 50 plus clients and clients love reports, they just want to know what you're doing and how well you're doing it. Um, and this kind of automates that process for you with the dashboards and just automated reporting and automated sends and stuff like that. Okay, cool. Yeah, well, we'll have to chat offline then uh, to learn learn more about it. That, that would be awesome. Yeah. Um, 
All right. Anything else? Like, you know, Adrenal's got a, so many Amazon sellers, so much data. Is there any just even unrelated to reviews, you know, anything, any trends that you've noticed, any useful takeaways that, that our audience might find valuable? Um, so something I was actually talking with my team about this morning that I, I knew this was released, the Amazon, you know, the live videos. Um, and I've kept my eye on it somewhat, but it didn't seem that popular. I didn't know many brands who were doing it. And then um, while I was Black Friday shopping and Cyber Monday shopping, I noticed Amazon was really pushing that. And there was, when you would click on the banner to get the deals, um, the first thing that was popping up at the top, and I don't know if you noticed this, but was the Amazon live videos. Um, so, you know, it can be unboxing, um, it's influencers on there who are talking about multiple products or whatever it might be. So, um, you know, I don't have good, <laughs> good information for saying how to strategize that because I haven't looked into it enough. Um, but I think in 2022, that's going to be something um, that sellers need to, you know, keep their eye on um, and really figure out, okay, it doesn't make sense for us to start creating these videos and start using more of the social aspect of Amazon that Amazon is more recently trying to push. They launched it, I think two years ago, but now you're really seeing like they want customers to be using this and they want sellers to be doing it. Nice. Yeah. We, we've done, we've been testing it with, uh, with some of our clients that are more demonstra demonstrable products or video, you know, friendly products. And uh, you know, it's not a home run, you know, every time for sure, yeah. but we're, we're starting to see some more and more attraction. I think Amazon is trying to really, figure that out and push that more. So, um, so yeah, I'd say, yeah, if, if you have the bandwidth to at least test it, it it's worth a try yeah. uh, for sure. And if you get traction, then do more. How many views are you guys seeing that you're getting? Isn't it, um, and it, are people like joining live and like, kind of what is that experience? I've always, I've been curious. I probably need to, you know, figure out more about it. Yeah, it, it varies. It's all over the map. I mean, it, it you know, most of the time it is less than a hundred reviews. A couple of okay. times it'll be in, in the hundreds, um, but not that many like during, during the live, but um, yeah, it, it just, it varies. But like you said, if Amazon's starting to put it in featured spots on Amazon as a shopping platform, then, you know, it's bound to, uh, to start picking up. So can't, can't ignore it. All right, cool. Well, yeah, I learned a lot, had, had a, you know, some epiphanies that uh, took some notes down that I'll have to take back to the team and uh, really appreciate it. And I know yeah. we, we, um, we created a page that makes it easier for you to find all the latest journal style stuff. So if you go to turnkeyproductmanagement.com slash JS, then uh, that will, will get you all, all the all the great stuff that Eva's talking about. And uh, if, if people want to connect with you, Eva, or, or General Scout, is there any, any other places they should go? Um, well, you can email us help at junglescout.com. You can, you know, visit our website um, specifically if you're looking for those enterprise products and um, we have a page for you on there. Um, if you want to connect with me, I'm Eva Hart on LinkedIn. And, you know, if you just, you know, searching on Jungle Scout, uh, just connect with some of the employees who work at Jungle Scout. Cause honestly, we, we love to post on our LinkedIn and uh, just keep our audience up to date on, you know, what's going on in the e-commerce industry. Awesome. All right. Well, thank you for uh, taking some time with us today. And uh, yeah, hope you guys learned a lot. See ya. Yeah, thanks.